Welcome to the Family Bible Journey. If you're interested in seeing how the journaling that we mention in the podcast works, check out our website at familybiblejourney.com or look for us on Facebook and Instagram. When you see the logo, you found our page and you will see lots of posts that we update regularly from the podcast Journal Bible. Thanks for listening. This is episode 30, season one of the Family Bible Journey Old Testament podcast. Today we're looking at Genesis chapter 38. The title of today's podcast is Who's More Righteous? Our key verse for today's episode is verse 26, where Judah identifies his belongings and says, She is more righteous than I. This is the word of the Lord. The first note I have in my study Bible on this particular chapter, which describes the relationship between Judah and his daughter-in-law, Tamar, is that the whole story is whack. Yes, that is a technical theological term. Feel free to look it up if you want to. But this story involves adultery. It involves prostitution. It involves lying. It involves a sexual relationship between a father-in-law and his daughter-in-law, And so it's just one more opportunity here in our journey through the Bible to be honest about sin because the Bible is honest about sin. And the Bible is honest about sin so that we can be honest about our own sin and the sins of others and learn to forgive as God in Christ forgives us. We live as sinful human beings in a sinful world that no longer operates the way that it was originally created and intended to operate. And many people try to make do in that sinful world by making others conform to their own understanding, their own practice, their own life, their own morals, their own values, their own politics, their own financial practice, their own everything, because that is human nature. Sin is selfishness, and selfishness causes pride. And we cannot, as human beings, live in this world without thinking that we have got it right, which, by nature of that statement, means Pretty much that everybody else has it wrong. Well, in this story, what we're going to see is that everyone has it wrong. The title for today's podcast, Who's More Righteous, is a joke because there is lots of sin on the hands of everyone involved. And so we're just going to retell the story and explore it to see how it was that God was able to use the sinfulness of Judah, the cunning of Tamar, to enlarge the family of God, even though Everyone went about everything in the wrong way. The story of Judah and Tamar really begins in verse 6, where Judah finds Tamar as a wife for his firstborn son, Ur. But we are told in verse 7 that Ur was wicked, that he died a premature death because of his wickedness. Now, we dare not ever, as Christians, try to assume that we know the reason why someone would die, especially in tragic or otherwise untimely deaths. Sure, there are certain choices that human beings can make that are going to likely end up in consequences. But we don't know the reasons why God takes people when he does and why he doesn't take others when he doesn't take them either. But here, the scripture tells us clearly that Ur was wicked and that was the reason why God put him to death. And so we can say here that this man died an untimely death because of his wickedness. So Judah did what was normal back then and gave the younger son Onan to Tamar. He recognized, Onan did, that If he had children with Tamar, they would not be considered his children. They'd be considered his brother's children. And so he refused to get her pregnant, and he died for that. And so Judah here has lost his two eldest sons, both husbands of Tamar, and he doesn't want to lose his next son. So he puts Tamar out of the family. Now, this is wrong for Judah because at this point in time, we're talking nearly 4,000 years ago, the people then didn't have the basic social 
safety nets that we have in society today. Nothing like social security or retirement accounts or health insurance or insurance of any kind, really. And so your insurance policy, your retirement policy was your family. And Judah, by not honoring the social customs of that time and sending Tamar away, was really leaving her out to fend for herself. And there was no one more vulnerable in society than an unwed woman, whether she was young or whether she was old. And so Judah is wrong in this. And at some point in the future, Tamar is back with her family and she hears that Judah is coming into the area and we're told that she conceals her true appearance, positions herself as a prostitute, and then gives herself to Judah when he is in town. And he didn't have anything to pay her and so so she took from him his signet ring and his staff. This is really important because these are the symbols of Judah's authority. Their symbols and the signet ring would have been something that he would have used to seal legal contracts. And so she takes from him the instruments that he would use to demonstrate his legal authority, his possessions, his property, his position in society. And he promises that he's going to send her her payment in the form of a goat. She goes back to living in her family, holds the stuff, hides the stuff, conceals the stuff. And a few months later, Judah is told that Tamar is pregnant. He is enraged at the idea that his daughter-in-law had gotten herself pregnant by a man other than one of his sons. And so he orders her put to death, which was justifiable according to the custom of the time. And then she sends back the signet ring, sends back the staff with a message. The man whose signet ring and staff these are, he is the father of my child. And Judah, when he received those presents back from Tamar, recognized that he was in the wrong all along. And I I find it just hilarious that she sent back his symbols, his name, his staff, his signet ring, everything that he would do to sign social contracts or business contracts to him as a reminder that he had not fulfilled his responsibilities to her as her legal father-in-law. She gets a gold star for elegant and class in showing this guy how unrighteous he was in his treatment of her. Now, that doesn't excuse what she's done, doesn't make what she's done right, but what it does do is it demonstrates for us that this Tamar, she was a smart girl. And even though she shouldn't have played the prostitute, even though she shouldn't have slept with her father-in-law, all this deception stuff, not according to God's plan, she ends up vindicated and justified by the father-in-law who refused to honor her by taking care of her as his daughter-in-law because of the untimely deaths of his two sons. Judah says it better than I ever could in verse 26 when he identified his signet and his staff and said, she is more righteous than I, since I did not give her to my son, Sheila, and he did not know her again. And so these two are going to part ways. He is not going to continue to have a sexual relationship with her, but she has now the children that she needs to take care of herself. We're told that she gives birth to twins. Apparently twins run in this family. And so God actually worked through her cunning and through her unrighteousness to provide for her. It isn't good for us as Christians 
to use the grace of God or the mercy of God as justification for sinful behaviors or sinful choices because when we step outside of God's will, we are putting the Lord to the test, which is not a good place for us to be. It's not a good place for God to be. This is just another one of those stories where sinful people did things the wrong way, and yet God was able to work through it uh, to provide for them despite their best efforts. And it isn't because of their goodness, their charm, their cunning, their whatever it is that they were taken care of. It is simply because of God's mercy shown to them that he provides for them in ways that only he is able. And as we leave the story here of Judah and Tamar, we are going to conclude with our blessing. If you appreciate this podcast as a part of your daily routine and would like to become a monthly sponsor so that others are blessed as you are by the podcast, go to familybiblejourney.com to learn more. Sponsorships are tax deductible and cover our operating expenses like hosting and the services that make this podcast work. Our blessing for today. When you are found guilty of sin, may you confess and accept the consequences, knowing God loves you despite your failings. Amen.